Hey y'all, if you're interested in starting a podcast, listen up. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy and then you can distribute it everywhere. That's what me and Jojo use. And it's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. It lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating it today. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money with ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's free. It's free 99. So go ahead and get started. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Tyra. Ooh. What a tan. With a tan. <laughs> I don't know how to act. Literally. You're making me look like shit. But my tan is so fucking uneven. Like so uneven. I'm like tan. Her shoulders are crazy. dark. And then everything else is like white still. Like that's how mine's get. Like my my like upper shoulder area be getting tore yeah, up no. by the sun. It's not cute. I'm peeling already. Well, you would think I went I went and got a little tan too. I spent a little time outside. <laughs> I mean, I don't look like you, but okay. It's all right. Anyway, how's Puerto Rico? It was fun. Yeah, so hold on. We didn't record because she went away. And um, we actually were so busy the week before that we weren't able to pre-record to give you guys an episode last Monday. So she left us. That's why y'all couldn't get none of us. Yeah, I needed a little break. Honestly. And, um, yeah, no, I, I visited my family in Puerto Rico, my grandma, my aunt, my cousins, my sister. Like, I have a lot of family over there still. Um, so it was a good time because I haven't seen them in, like, two years. Um, we don't really do much of the touristy stuff. So it was really more, like, relaxing, chilling with my family, going to the beach. My dad lives in San Juan, and they live, like, an hour away from, like, an hour, a block mm-hmm. away from the beach. So it's, like, right there. Um, so yeah, it was nice. She was telling me, first of all, Puerto Rico always rains. Like, and sometimes it's just like a pass through shower. Mm -hmm. Um, like in the morning it'll be so nice and sunny and then come like towards the afternoon ish, it just starts downpouring and then it gets nicer after that. But she was telling me that it was like that all week while she was down there. So like, damn, that's tragic. Mm -hmm. But she was also saying like, as she said, they live close to the beach. Mm-hmm. And um, she was saying how, like, motherfuckers don't enjoy it. Like, they don't yeah. take advantage of it. And I just feel like when people have that on the daily, like, you kind of take it for granted. And you're just like, ah, all the time. That's regular. It's right there. I see it from it's, my It's from the my same room. thing with people who have a pool. Mm-hmm. Like, my sister lives in Florida and she has a pool. She never gets in it. <laughs> never. I don't even remember the last time she got in it, but she never gets in it. What's wrong? Touching buttons. Oh. I just had to fix it. Okay. But yeah, yeah, because I grew up, well, I won't say grew up, but eventually when we moved, we we got a pool and we used to do like fucking barbecues and all that shit all the time. My parents were very like um, entertaining mm-hmm. when it came to doing family events. Um, and then after a while, years went on and like we just stopped taking care of it. Nobody got in it. Like, and that's so crazy because... When you have a pool or you're close to the beach, everybody lives close to the beach yeah. or everybody has a pool. So nobody really wants to, like, you can't really flex and be like, yeah, come over. Yeah. Like, I got a pool. We can not. Everybody yeah. got it. But when you don't have it, when you don't have access to those things, nobody has it. 
That's one of the main things that I realized was like mm-hmm. when we stopped using our pool and stopped opening it, mm-hmm. it was like, well, where do we go? Who has the pool? Who's who's doing the parties, the barbecues this summer? And nobody has yeah. it all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. No, that wasn't a thing. There was nobody I knew. Growing up, nobody I knew had a pool. We didn't have a pool. We just went to the beach here and there, but having a pool was a luxury. And I mean, I think it's still a luxury. You ain't like buy blow up pools or like use the holes. We used to use the holes in my grandma's house. No. She used to hang the holes on top of the tree. I don't know. Or they used to like water us down. (laughs) Yeah. She used to be cold, but it was fun. We did that in DR, but not here. Mm. Uh -uh. So y'all really just kept your ass inside? Pretty much. Went to the park. Got wet in the park. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a thing. I guess. I've never been to the park and got wet at the park. Unless they, it was like they have a like water park. They have those little water thingies. Mm-hmm. Oh, we did a lot of water parks. I don't know what you kissed me with. She gave me a kiss before we started recording this episode and my oh. lips are tingling. Oh, it's the it's the one that makes like your lips plumped. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's tingling. I don't know about plumped, but... Mm. <laughs> Anyway, oh, let me not fuck it up. Uh, you got any juice you want to share other than the fact that you just came back um, all nice and golden? No, there, yeah, there's, yo, there's like so much shit going on in the world. Like, sometimes I feel like we should just move to Europe. <laughs> like, it's like so much drama all the time. So much hate towards the LGBTQ community. And... I feel like I got to watch what I say sometimes here, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but I got to watch what I say, not because of who's listening as in like listeners, but like brands and things like that. Um, I've noticed that people who have a platform sometimes shy away from speaking about issues because they don't want to lose brand deals. But what I say to that is I don't care because I feel like if the brand doesn't support what I support then I don't want to work with you. Mm. But okay, so one thing that has been going around which is pretty annoying and we're not going to make a whole podcast about it, but I think it's important to bring up. Um so Target removed some of their LGBTQ merchandise after facing customer backlash. And this article says that Target on Tuesday said the retail giant will will pull some LGBTQ friendly kids clothing from its stores after facing customer backlash just days after the company's top executive dismissed the social media uproar. Um, And apparently that it was because some customers had violent confrontations with with workers. Um, And I get that. I mean, I went to Target. I saw the Pride clothing. I thought it was cute. I bought a hat. I did see that there was some kid stuff. I didn't think anything of it. I thought it was cute. They had dog stuff too. And I, I, I just thought to myself, oh, parents, LGBTQ parents are buying that for the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to show that the kid supports it, to show that the kid has like two moms or two dads or whatever the case may be. Like you see LGBTQ families on the internet all the time. But I'm just like, why do y'all care? Like y'all really went into Target trying to like, there was a video of this guy that went into Target and you know how it has like that big rainbow with the pride merch he took it down and he stomped on it you are really mad why you can't sleep at night because of that like it's like you don't have to shop there either or you could just keep walking you know like i feel like it's really not i think people are making it a bigger deal than what it is and if you don't support it then don't buy it yeah 
And it's just sad because those brands that are there are really like small brands handled by like a small team of maybe like two to five people. So to get it in in like a place in like Target, Target, it's a big like deal. A big deal. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Um, but yeah, just support your local brands, support your LGBTQ brands. Don't support these other companies that only celebrate Pride during Pride Month to show that they're supportive. But every other day and every other time of the year, they're funding all these things that go against like the LGBTQ community. And I'm not going to point any names, of course, but it happens all the time. And at this point, what are you going to do? So before, again, you know, a lot of things happen behind the camera before and after recording. So <laughs> before I hit the record button, I was about to ask her something. But now I got you on the spotlight. Oh, literally, What's up? And I'm going to ask you. So, like, obviously, we didn't record in the last two weeks. Uh-huh. And, like, what, how did you feel during that, that time period? You know, you got some time to yourself. Yeah. Unrelated to the Target shit. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like how do I feel not recording? And, yeah. Okay. So the podcast is something that we literally work on every single day. Like we could do not, maybe, maybe we'll take like two days to not work on it. I, at least for me. Right. Because the way that it works is we record the podcast. Jojo does everything related to like the YouTube and the audio. Then I go back and do like visuals for all social media. So TikTok, Instagram and sometimes YouTube and it's time consuming I'm not gonna lie because I feel like um for the people who listen like you guys know us you guys know everything like we we you guys listen to us every week which we appreciate but with the point of the small clips is for people who don't listen to us Mm -hmm. to kind of like you know engage get engaged with it and it's hard to like you know make something quick in like a minute or less because people's Mm -hmm. attention span it's very short. So then sometimes it comes out choppy. So I try to like make sure it's it makes sense. So I, f- I felt um, a little bit relieved, but I did miss it, mm-hmm. you know? Like I felt like I wasn't connected, if that makes sense. Like I, I felt very disconnected mm-hmm. from everything, which was nice. But at the same time, it was weird because it's like it's Pride Month. Like I shouldn't be disconnected. I should be on social media. and I And like all these things are happening and it's like... I don't want to be silent because that's not me, mm-hmm. you know? So, so like, knowing... We've been doing this for probably a year and a half now. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we've done a good job with staying fairly consistent with it and, you know, growing. But, like, can you imagine life without this? Like, if it was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Hmm... I mean, of course, I can imagine it without it because we had a life before without it. Yeah, but it would be weird. Mm-hmm. I would, st- I would still feel like a little bit disconnected and like we ha- we have our our good friends Travis and Stephanie who also have a podcast. We've talked about them a hundred million times. They've been on the show. We miss you. Yeah, so they actually went on a break, mm-hmm. um, but they're still on Patreon, so they're very like you know engaged, but. They did it for personal reasons, like, you know, getting getting their lives together, like eating healthier, going to the gym. But that's something that me and Jojo already do because we don't have kids. So it's not like yeah. we have a responsibility like kids, you know. So I feel like 
the summertime is just always crazy for us, mm-hmm. especially now that we're both going through something professionally. Like you're doing something new in your field. I'm doing something new in my field Yeah. while trying to get my real estate license. Like I swear I could do it all, girl. Yeah. I swear I could do it all. Like, you know, so I think maybe that's the reason why we've been a little bit not on top of it as usually. But I mean, I still want to do this. It's not something that I'm like, oh, I'm over it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. this is something you initially just feel like you're over. And there mm-hmm. are some times where you, you know, we do feel like, ugh, like, not not necessarily what's the point, but, like, it's time consuming. And it's just, like, to be in that space where it's, like, you want to do it, but now you're trying to do everything at the same time because you want to, like, be connected and right. give our listeners what mm-hmm. they come here for i mean um i i thought about it in the last two weeks and i was like damn like like you said we did you know initially um have life without this platform but i think like i would feel super super guilty really i would feel so guilty why guilty i think that's the people pleaser in me though <laughs> It really is the people pleasing you. And I feel like I get that because I felt like that too. But part of me is like, fuck that. You know, like you got to yeah. take care of yourself at the end of the day, you yeah. know? And like maybe for me, I felt like that because I was with my family. Like mm. I was in Puerto Rico. It's not like I was just not going to work and doing yeah, the yeah, same yeah. old things. Like it's like, that I makes was, sense. I was doing something during right. that time. So it wasn't like I was like doing the that same thing. That was personal old. to you. Right. I feel like when we're in spaces where we're spending our time personally with Mm -hmm. those that we love and like actually enjoy what we don't get often that makes sense not saying that we don't want to do this in that time but it's just like it's a nice little step back Mm -hmm. to be able to enjoy that um Mm -hmm. but i wasn't doing that i was here working and it (laughs) was regular regular right doing the same so for me it was just like okay i don't have to worry about nothing i don't have to i mean we didn't record i don't i don't worry about putting out but i think in the same time i'm just like wow like if this doesn't like, if this was literally to be an end, I would feel guilty because, I mean, the whole point of starting this platform was to give representation. And although I feel like we have been doing that, I would just feel so bad to take that away from somebody. You know? Yeah, that too. Because- and like, someone had commented saying that they haven't found like a youtube channel of like latinas like two lesbian latinas and i thought of it and i was like that's true there's there is another couple in arizona there might be some other couples out there and you guys can comment them down but we don't see it too often like i am super like low-key obsessive i want like gay content all the time so mm -hmm. i love like gay couple content and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i actually used to like i said i've i've used to be the person that would like watch people's Mm -hmm. um youtube channels and shit and i still to this day kind of like catch up with some and i think um, like who i used to didn't i haven't seen them so much now but like um leslie leslie and and, um damn what's her name leslie and nikki um nova and oh they're they're funny they're funny Nova and... Uh, now I gotta look it up. Yeah. Now I gotta look it up. Honestly, her girlfriend, I, I feel like I can relate to her so much. Because she be <laughs> on... funny. She be on her cheap shit. And honestly, <laughs> Steph and Nova 
All right, so here's a list of some of the like YouTube couples that we subscribe to and we watch from time to time. Um, da da da. Where's she at? Chris and Alexis. Mm-hmm. We're gonna meet them one day. Watch you watch. Saira okay. and Ar- Airomi. There you go. We Saira and Airomi. I'll be watching them. Mm-hmm. Um, I said Chris and Alexis. Nick and Liz. Uh, Cass and, and Carly. Yeah. You know who Nick okay, and Liz Nick is. Okay, Nick will cut their hair. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nick and Liz. Um, Cass and Carly. Um, Vicky and, and Lindsay, we do. And Court and Lex. Court and Lex. Easy and Natalie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, pretty much all the basics. Eden and Jay. There's a lot of LGBTQ couples. Yeah. But yeah. they do come. we can never have too many. But not not like, obviously not a podcast, obviously. Um, But... YouTube. It's like um, it's hard to make contact content for us as podcasters. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it, you. You don't get the personal engagement other than like here mm-hmm. on the the podcast platform. Like we talk about our topics, and that's where we get personal. Um, but like day to day, life to life, personal. That like giving that whole, um, you know vlog on camera mm-hmm. and shit we we do that for patreon um but because it's like an added job mm-hmm. so sometimes it's like we see people record absolutely nothing and post it and and it gets love but it's just like for us and it's crazy because we do a lot but i think we try to be present in that time and not and we forget to record mm-hmm. but that this already is a job on its own right Coming up with topics and actually yeah. recording it, doing the audio, doing all the editing and, and all that. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, hey, let's prop up the camera and mm-hmm. go on about life how we just go on about it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that could be a little bit easier. But I'm sure eventually, like, you know, mm-hmm. you think when you think too much of what to give, then that's when it becomes a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. But yeah, shout out to all of them lesbian couples. Yeah. We appreciate For sure. You. For sure. Anyway, without further ado, you know, we always get into a little shine shine. Mm-hmm. It's been a while, so we had to get to chatting. <laughs> um, but we're not going anywhere, y'all. I would feel too guilty. Um, so I love you. Anyway, uh, so I wanted to get into the conversation of, like, dating and, like, a mutual friend group or, mm-hmm. you know, because we talk uh, we've talked about it before and she's like oh i don't know how you befriend your exes like and and weirdly enough not weirdly but i guess it's the norm in lesbian culture that everybody are like our friends mm-hmm. or like girls are friends with their exes um but i think believe it or not we all kind of intermingle in somewhat of the same circle mm-hmm. so in lesbian world right yes yeah for sure. I mean, so this is what this is the thing. I feel like there are two sides to this. I always hear like personally and I always say like I don't know how people are cool with their exes. Like I don't understand this whole best friend thing. You won't catch me being best friends with them. <laughs> Whatever. And then there's other people who say like I think it's weird if you're not cool with your exes. Like how fucked up did it end that it had to end that way? You know, like some people think that if you're not friends with any of your exes, then maybe you're toxic. Maybe I am because I'm not cool with none of my exes. And I think it's just for the best because in my situation, it was like, um, they didn't get it. Like, we're done. We're done. Uh-huh. 
we're done. We're done. And it, it was like a, oh, trying to convince me otherwise all the time. And I'm like, yeah, this is why we can't be friends. Mm-hmm. Because like you don't you don't respect my boundaries. Mm-hmm. I don't I feel like when you do it, when you try to create that certain ship line or like boundary after you immediately break up, after you like, break up, it's not it's it's it's, it's bound to right. just you, you need a break from them, honestly. Like a yeah. couple months. Yeah, like that's a setup. You're not you're you're not gonna be able to build a friendship. Like right after mm-hmm. the breakup, you have to give time. You have to like you know have your space and get that disconnect before you try to reconnect. So I I can agree in that sense. Like you know I've tried to be friends with someone after we broke up and it, it made me more mad than anything. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like because you and this reminds me of ultimatum. Um, it's like you can't. It gets weird because you know that person on such a personal level right right um and to us it's like i know everything about you like mm-hmm. i know all of you and sometimes when we're in that breakup space and trying to befriend that person they show this light of themselves that you never experienced and i think like you know they become assholes or like they become a little bit more colder and not attentive or like the, the expectation of your friendship is too high when you're the one who or, wants the friendship or they just become like so bold like getting tattoos and dyeing their hair it's like okay girl do your thing <laughs> do your thing i mean i think everyone has to go through like those phases of like fuck it like let me just do this especially if you're going through a breakup um but have you ever relating this to like having mutual friends and things like that have you ever been in that situation where like you you were in a relationship and you guys all had the same friends like you guys were in the same friend group no really no i think i've i've been more so in situations where I met someone I didn't know mm-hmm. outside of the friend group mm-hmm. and I got involved with them mm-hmm. and then they become part of the friend group after. Mm-hmm. And I like, see. you know, when you realize you don't want to exceed or yeah. like move past it, you kind of friend zone them and then they become part of the friend group. Yeah. Not all of, not everybody, but like essentially like, Again, I think there were some people where I was just like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have fucked with you. Maybe we, re- your purpose really was to be my friend because you are a good person. Yeah. But we weren't supposed to pass this, like, threshold. Yeah. Um, But I also think, like, maybe in my friend group, you utilize your friends, other friends. Yeah. Like, you know how you got your friend group and then those friends have their outside friends of the friend group. I mean, I will, you know, test my luck there. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, that's your friend. So you deal with that how you please, <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Um, but no, I actually haven't had like where I, like I've, someone in my friend. I've been in that situation when I was in college. So I was dating someone and we both entered like as freshmen, right? And we were in this program called the EOF program. Basically, they have it in like Jersey, New York, maybe Cali. And it's a program for students who come from like underrepresented communities and like basically need help like um, financially and they basically put you through this boot camp right where you're like in school all day all i'm talking about from like 8 a.m until like 9 p.m you're like studying in between that or having lunch and like 
it feels a little bit like high school, even though we're in college, but it's like the summer program before you actually go into college. But whatever, we were both in that. We met during that program and people would gas us all the time because they knew that we had like a little fling, whatever. So since we came in together and we kind of just knew each other, we kind of were a little bit like attached at the hip. So we like we made friends with everybody else and we dated for like two years. And then after that, it was weird because we all had the same friends. Mm -hmm. So he he was really talking shit about me to like people that I was cool with and acting like they weren't going to tell me. So that's what I didn't like. Mm -hmm. So like, who knows if the people who told me were like agreeing with him or also mm -hmm. talking shit. I thought it was so petty. I was like, don't tell me a damn thing anymore. Um, and I actually had a good friend. Mm. who I had to cut <laughs> who I had to cut off temporarily because I felt like they were taking their side. Mm -hmm. And there's always, you know, there's always three sides to the story, like my side, your side and then the truth. But like this person knew the truth. So mm -hmm. I thought it was a little fucked up how they were still like being cool with them knowing that this person was talking shit about me. So I said I'm done. So I basically distanced myself a little bit, but at the end of the day, everyone stopped fucking with him. And everyone was like, just fucking with him. So he was the, the oddball out. But I think he did that to himself, to himself by being an asshole about it. And like he was one of those people that changed. Like he was getting tattoos. He was like right around the college in a fucking skateboard. Someone who's never skateboarded in his life <laughs> with no shirt on. I said, that's not my type. That's like not, I, that's not who I date. Yeah, but when you break up with somebody like... <laughs> The whole point is not the I whole know, point. You, to be you're your gonna own be person. not right. even just your own person, but to to find yourself doing things that you haven't done that you uh -huh. didn't know that you would actually like. Oh yeah, exactly. So I was okay. He's like discovering himself, whatever. So that was awkward, and I honestly would never recommend it again because it puts your friends in a tough position too. Because it's like now I gotta pick sides, and like who wants to ever pick sides? But like you, so you're saying. The person was, you cut off the person because they were friends still with that person because of the shit that they were talking. Yeah. So you I'm feel like, like you need to, if you're in that situation mm -hmm. where somebody's talking shit about your friend mm -hmm. who, this person is also your friend, mm -hmm. do you just think like you need to disconnect from that person in I honor of that other friend or just don't talk about that shit around me? Yeah, like, don't talk about that shit around me. And, like, another thing, it's, like, you need to, def if you are a real friend, you need to defend your friends if they're not in the room. Mm -hmm. So, if they're talking shit about me, you should be, like, you know what? I'm going to stop you right there. That's still my friend. Mm -hmm. So, I don't even want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And, like, I feel like some people agree with that. Some people are, like, no, I don't want to pick sides. Like, I just, but it's, like, how can you sit there and listen to them talk shit about me? Like, I would never allow that. But I think that that's still in the in the space of now you're picking sides. I get that. But it's like, what? Talking shit, though? Like, yeah. don't talk. Like, I would be like, don't talk to me about her. Just yeah. don't. Right. And it's like, how you sound? A guy talking shit about a girl. I, it like, kind of annoys me, though, that uh -huh. when you talk shit about the people that you dated, um, I mean, in a, like, really, really negative manner, like, really bashfully yeah. throwing shade mm -hmm. to the person that you were in that long-term relationship with because mm -hmm. that was a person you were defending. That was a person that you were in love with. That was mm -hmm. a person like you were wholeheartedly to mm -hmm. in that time. So 
for it to be over and you to be that salty about it. Mm-hmm. Like, we can all be hurt. I think all in our younger days, we've mm-hmm. done that where we've talked our shit. But it's yeah. just like to really, you know, yeah, go crazy with it. It's just, I just think it makes you look dumb. Yeah. It makes you look dumb. Yeah. And I think maybe part of me was assuming that I don't, I can't tell you what exactly he was saying. But I assumed that since other people was like, yo, he's talking, he said this and this. And so I'm like, if he's telling her... Then he's telling you. Mm-hmm. He's telling you and he's telling you. Like, it's like, I was like, oh, so you're just, I look crazy. Like, I literally look like a crazy person mm-hmm. when in reality I wasn't the one that was crazy. But that was the, the funny part to me. In the in that aspect of it, too, uh-huh. is that it was y'all friends. So I feel like your friends should know you well enough to be like, all right, you sound crazy. I mean, who knows? Honestly, I feel like sometimes people have two lives. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll show you this person, they'll smile and shit. And behind closed doors, they're a fucking lunatic. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, people think I'm a lunatic? incredible <laughs> and then i was like, like not die right yeah so then right? it makes then it make then it puts me in a position where now i gotta defend myself and, mm-hmm. and talk shit about you and it's like why why like i didn't even like doing that mm-hmm. because it's like you I, I dated you for two years like you were part of my family basically we invited you to all of our family holidays like my mom was super cool with with their mom so it was just like yeah i don't like that like me. that whole talking shit about your ex thing to a yeah. hundred million people. Like right. keep, keep that shit to your best friend, to your bestie, <laughs> and that's it. Like don't yeah. or your sibling. Don't go around telling people who Everybody, you don't even yeah. know. That's so like um immature. Honestly, it took me. I mean, I don't. I don't come crazy on the you know people that ate it but i think like now we we sit here and like shoot the shit a little bit about our experiences yeah, of course but it's like but it took me mad long to even get to that point where i was just like i couldn't even be like all right, right. maybe i've realized now because at the time i was pretty fucking dumb like i didn't see those bad right. like those red flags and those bad characteristics or i didn't want to believe it at the time mm-hmm. so it was really hard for me to talk shit mm-hmm. on that person right because like it just at the end of the day I still saw my version of that person, mm-hmm. even though they were showing me something different. Yeah. And I think over the years, learning certain things, mm-hmm. red flags and behaviors and shit, I'm just like, oh shit, like maybe that was bad. Like, Yeah, maybe that wasn't normal. It's making sense. Yeah. yeah. And then that's when you're like, oh bitch, that was what it was. Yeah. So I think it took me long enough, but I didn't do it on site. I wasn't like, and yeah. I never bashed like any person that I was involved with, unless you really were. Right. I won't even say unless, but I did have one person who was really a piece of shit. I think the reason why I was also annoyed during that time was that it was affecting my job since Mm -hmm. we worked together as well. That's hard. And it's like, here we go. Like, who wants to drama at work? Mm-hmm. Who wants drama at work? You see me and every it, day won't say that shit to my face, but you won't say it to the people you hang out with. Like, come on now. Now it's like people talking shit about you at work as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm over this. Um, <laughs> That's not my favorite. But yeah, I honestly don't recommend it. However, it is so common in like the LGBTQ community for you to have like the same friend group and like, it just happens. And I mean... With me and you, I feel like I, I've made friends with some of your friends, but I wouldn't, I still wouldn't even feel comfortable being that cool with your friends. Yeah. Because I feel like I have my own friends and I'm so okay with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like I, maybe it has to do with the fact that me and my friends have history. We could talk about shit. Like they know, they've known me for years and years and years. Um, They've known me before I even came out. So I feel like. 
Not that it's hard for me to make friends as an adult, but it's, it is a little bit hard for me to open up because I don't know what people I could trust. And since they're your friends as well, I don't, I don't feel like intruding into that either. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I don't chill with your friends if you're not there. Right. I'm not opposed to it. I'm okay with that, you know? Yeah. Certain people. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I had somebody who tried to hang out with... But, like, it wasn't... <laughs> They tried to hang out with my friend, but it was just like, no, that one was a big no-no. That one didn't make sense. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think I would be opposed to you hanging out with my friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be a little jealous because I'm not there. Like, I want to have fun. I want to hang out. Yeah. Um, But I, I can understand that. Like, I don't think, you know, you know, your friends are essentially, you guys know your dynamic and your your yeah. what you guys have that. I, I don't think that I would be comfortable enough to talk all my shit to them either. Right? It's just... Like, but that's I don't okay. know. Anyway. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say because I was going to say something. <laughs> to that. Would you have any tips for people who are in this situation where they are dating someone, they have the same friend group? So I don't think it's uh like the worst thing in the world only because, I mean, we've all seen friends and... All oh, that. What, what, there's another one, but I what? forget what it is. You never seen Friends? Oh, that show. Yeah. There's another I one. Actually, I actually, I actually watch I, a lot of shows. I watch maybe like two episodes. I'm really not cultured. I think they know this already. I've watched. I watched Rebelde growing up and novelas. But and even then, like La Rosa see, de Guadalupe. You see those You see those shows, and it's like everybody kind of intermingles with the friend group. Oh yeah. So I feel like essentially it's kind of natural and all, mm-hmm. that all stems from, you know, the environment that you share with other people. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, these are the people that do the same things. I do have the same interests that mm-hmm. I do. So it's like, it makes sense. Why not? I'm in my pool of people. Friends is the one where they would smoke weed in the girl, in the basement or am I totally No, off? that's the 70s show. Oh, wow. I forgot all that. Oh, wait, wait. Friends, Friends. is the couch. Yes. <laughs> okay. That, it's the couch. that stupid purple couch that people love. <laughs> yes, yes. Yo, and when I, you said that, I started thinking about childhood shows. Oh. Big comfy couch. <laughs> I started thinking about Barney. Like, okay. No, no, no. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. I probably watched one or two episodes. I don't know. Maybe I could get into it. Yeah. I mean, I, like shows like now, I watch All American and like All American Homecoming. Those are kind of the same too. Those are yeah. popping if you want to watch Those them. Those are good. Them. Those are good. But that everybody's kind of intermingling in their friend group. People mm-hmm. start, you know, breaking up, dating the other person's ex-person, mm-hmm. and people still stay friends. Like, yeah, good for you. But I don't think it's wrong. Again, that's where your interests are, mm-hmm. so do it. But I think, you know, tread lightly. Yeah. So some tips that I do have, I got five tips right here. One is don't forget to hang out with your friends. Just because we're together doesn't mean that – I have to be, you know, we have to be in each other's orbit 100% of the time and I can't go see the friends that we have. Yeah. You know, a lot of people get consumed in their relationship with this new person. Mm-hmm. In relationships, period, I think that's just in general, not even just dating someone within your friend group. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget your friends, you know. Take them time to depart. You guys can still hang out as a group together, but take quality time separately from each other to spend with that friend group. Yeah. Uh, another one is be mindful of who's around. What do you mean by that? Like you, you don't want to make your friends uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like I just think. Oh, what the whole PDA thing? Yeah, like okay. I think you know showing affection, which is another one. Like, show, you don't have to be like, 
no, we can't <laughs> act like this in front of our, like our friends. We have yeah. to be the people that we were before we were together. Like, uh-huh. let's. So then people just stay distant from each other, or act like yeah. they can't sit next to their partner in front of their friends. You know, they don't want to get made fun of and it's weird shit like that. Uh-huh. Like, you don't have to act like your partner just because you're with your friends yeah. isn't your partner. Yeah. Don't like oh, act that. like they're not there, you know? Yeah. I don't know. People get shy sometimes. No, I'm, but mm-hmm. I'm saying like there's people who literally come around the their like that friend group and completely disregard the fact like yeah that, that you're they there. have a partner just, yeah, yeah which is like okay. you gotta have a healthy balance yeah like yeah. y'all shouldn't have to like be eating each other's face right but, like you should acknowledge them right especially if you guys have different personalities yeah you want to make sure they're comfortable all the time if you're the one who's like more outgoing you know right so like if we're around mm-hmm. i might touch your hand or <laughs> but i'm not about to suck your face in front of everybody and make them feel uncomfortable because yeah. then you're like especially if like it's the single friend group and they're like, that's why I don't want to be around people that are together. You know? <laughs> right. I don't that's want a hilarious. third wheel type shit. That's hilarious. My sister, my sister from Puerto Rico was telling me that um, she was like the fifth wheel. And then she, the, the friends made her take a picture of them kissing in a concert. <laughs> I'll be feeling bad. I said, everybody need a friend like you, girl. What? Mm-hmm. You the cameraman. I'll be feeling bad. I don't want to like. Because I do, I'm a person who gets like a little uncomfortable where I'm just like, I want the affection, but at the same time, I don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable. Um, but if you agree to the terms and conditions to come out with us, you damn sure about to take this picture of us kissing. Right. <laughs> like, come on. Come you would on. want this too. Come on. I would be a team player. Right. Uh, another tip would be don't give too much detail about your relationship to your whole friend group, just as you said. You know, fucking ripping your partner in front of your friends not knowing who's about to go back and tell her yeah yeah you gotta you know keep some things for you you know you can yeah that's too much drama not saying you can't if one of them happens to be your best friend you know whatever you know get your advice get whatever is you need but you know keep some of the details to you because people form these ideas of your partner and sometimes people just be waiting for you to fall to slide in to be real weirdo so you know, I mean, you're going to tell what you want as mm-hmm. comfortable as you are, but keep some shit to you is my point. Right. Um, another one is it's okay to show affection, which I said. So we already did that. Uh, but the last one is be neutral when issues arise within your friend group. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't sit there and let them talk shit about your partner, as she was saying. And then you're like, yeah, she was not yeah. shit. Oh, yeah, she does that. I be noticing that you agreeing with them and then. You know, then you go with her and talk a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I I don't like the idea of people picking sides. I think, you know, people have their own ideas and it just is what it is. You have to let people be their own people. And if that doesn't work for you, then that's fine. I just can't deal with that. You have to separate yourself from that person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't be neutral. And if you don't know how to be neutral, then pick your side and stay on that side. Yeah. So that was my five tips of dating um, mm-hmm. in the group. Now, I have a couple more for when the relationship comes to an end. She said when. As if, if the relationship <laughs> comes to an end. I don't know. You know, sometimes it happens. Sometimes you long last forever. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it really be it really be your friends that be the longest relationship for you. But anyway, so... Being around the friend group or trying to be friends 
with your ex after a breakup. Mm-hmm. Keep the ex conversation to a minimum. Yeah. Don't go to your friends every time. Like you're just reintroducing yourself to your friend group. I mean, if you weren't isolating yourself. Um, and you're just talking shit. Not even talking shit, but just constantly bringing up this person. Mm-hmm. Where are they at? What are they doing? And then talking your shit. And it's like the friends don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. They're, I mean, they're there to support you through your, your breakup, but they don't want to hear that all the time, you know? Yeah, they're tired. There's kind of a time and a place. Mm-hmm. So let them choose what time and place because that's a lot. Uh, another tip would be don't badmouth your relationship, which we've already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Don't talk shit. For what? I mean, yeah. it makes you look like an asshole mm-hmm. because you're talking about the person that you were just so desperately in love with and that you're about to cry right after you stop talking shit about them. <laughs> like, let's be real. Um, you know, again, there's a time and place for that. Just not all the time. Uh, don't ask your friends excessive questions about your ex. Low-key stalking. Leave that stalker shit for your Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> like Keep it to yourself. Yeah. You know, you do have the friends that come to you and tell you like, yo, this, I've seen them do this mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever. You know, if they want to do that, they're going to do that. But don't fucking badger them to be like, yo, what's the scoop on him? Mm-hmm. You know, what they do, where they've been at, who they've been hanging with is, yeah, no. is bad. We don't want that. Uh, don't put your friends in a position to choose sides. That's, again, being in that neutral state. Um, that's a very sticky situation. If you're the person who needs somebody to be on your side, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're attending an event with the group, it's okay to ask if your partner's going to be there. Oh, yeah. People need to know. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think you need to mentally prepare yourself that that's about to happen. Like, yeah. Right, you're, you're gonna do I want to see them today? Uh, you know, because I can keep my ass home and just yeah. not deal with it. Right. But it's a good heads up. So don't be afraid to ask if mm-hmm. that's what's happening. Yeah, I agree. Uh, if you're in a social outing, you know, if you feel like being a bigger person, go ahead and say hello to them if you must or if you will or if just don't if you don't want to. But be cordial is my point. What if like they're with a new person? Is that supposed to stop me from saying hi? I don't know. Because it's not. I'm just saying, and like, or what if you're with a new person? Is it still appropriate to say hi to your ex? I mean, if we're all in this social group together uh-huh. and like I knew I was going to see them, I'm going to give you the, uh-huh. to let you know that they're there. But uh-huh. I'm just asking. I'd probably say hi. Uh-huh. But again, it's, it's really depends on how that relationship ended. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, just being cordial. Like it don't hurt to say what's up. Like it's just. Uh-huh. I don't know how to say it, but it, it kind of just sets, at least for me, I would think it set a certain mood that I'm yeah. good. I'm okay with being here. Mm-hmm. We not going to be on no weird shit. Yeah. That's, That's just me. Uh, and lastly, be calm, you know, when sharing the same space with this person. Again, if you want to be in that friend group and knowing that that ex is still a part of that friend group, you know, you guys are going to share these spaces. So don't allow that to ruin your time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying fake it. If you're not ready to be around them, don't be around them. But you don't have to always make it a, you you know, a weird dynamic. And mm-hmm. that's that. That's what I have. 
So now that that's done and over with, y'all, we're going to get into a family meeting. I feel like it's been some time, but let's get into it. it. <laughs> Can you be friends with your ex? Okay, I feel like this is a topic of discussion all the time. Can you be friends with your ex? Personally, no. <laughs> she said it ain't for me, my this boy. This is not for me. I don't think it's for everybody. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I would be friends with every ex that I have. I mean, I don't have many exes, so. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I think I would like to say that it would depend on the situation. Mm-hmm. That's all that I could say. Yeah. Um, But mm, you can if you want to be. <laughs> uh, Next question is, my partner won't tell me why she stopped talking to her bestie. Should I be concerned? There would be times her bestie would message her at 11 p.m. and all of a sudden they stopped talking. My partner says to trust her, but I don't know. That's how it ends? Yeah. I would think that would be weird. Like, I want to know what the drama is. Mm-hmm. I don't think texting at night is a, it's like a big-ass red flag if they're their best friend. My, mm-hmm. my friends message me at all times of the day, my best friends. Yeah. Um... But what will come up? What will come up for me would be like, oh, they maybe maybe they don't like me. Yeah, that's true. Or I don't know. Like, that would be like the first thing I would think of. Yeah, I feel like this. I see it, and I would like it's giving off a. She tried to you know slide in there. That they tried to bust a move or something happened mm-hmm. like a little bit past the bestie threshold. Yeah, that too. I think that that's the most common. And like quickest assumption to think like yeah well I don't, I don't know why it needs to be, a, be I don't know why it needs to be a secret yeah yeah maybe not a secret if you're if you're like there's no explanation to it not that there needs to be a full blown explanation right. but like oh I'm just not fucking with her because we not seeing eye to eye or like mm-hmm. we not but like just a trust me yeah I don't know how that yeah um. Last question is, so my girlfriend went out. I'm going to have fun reading this. So my girlfriend went out one night and broke my trust by lying and hanging out with her ex that same night. I found out that she has been in contact with her ex the entire time we started dating. I honestly believe that my girlfriend cheated on me that night. But I have chosen to stay and try to make things work aside all the lies and broken trust. Now my girlfriend wants to go out and I'm not ready because I don't trust her. Every time the topic comes up of her going out, it's a huge fight. I recently told her I'm okay with going out, but you can't get drunk. And she got really defensive and just really disregarded what I asked of her. I wanted to take baby steps into building the trust again, but she thinks otherwise. I feel like when people break trust, it's not on your time when the person has to trust you. I feel like it's a it's an in the middle type of thing. Obviously, if I break your trust, I'm going to do what I need to do that is necessary to gain your trust back. Uh-huh. Now, I don't expect to gain your trust back instantaneously, mm-hmm. or you know, I you have to be okay with the fact that it might take them a while, mm-hmm. and accepting okay, maybe it'll take them a year, maybe it'll take them two. I think after that. Maybe eventually you're like, all right, mm-hmm. this trust is never going to be rebuilt. You're never going to feel okay with it. And I can't be okay with mm-hmm. being in that space anymore. Yeah. 
But I feel like if you fucked up, it can't be on your timeline when that trust is rebuilt. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because I feel like people do that. They be like, oh, they get mad, make you feel bad of a person for yeah. not trusting you. But like you put me in that position to not trust you. Yeah, I don't understand why she had to lie about that. That's like you're digging yourself into a bigger hole by lying right. and then hanging out with your ex. Like it's like, would you like would you like if someone did that to you? Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. That would have been that would have been strike one for me. <laughs> no, seriously. That's unacceptable. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a little annoying. Yeah, very much. I mean, if you don't feel the trust, then you don't have to you then you don't feel the trust. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's it's always gonna be an issue for you. Um, only you know when you're comfortable enough to feel like, okay, I'm gonna give you that chance again and yeah. hopefully you don't fuck it up. Um, but don't do it on definitely don't do it on her time. And if she yeah. can't kick it and she's not okay with the fact mm-hmm. that you're not okay with it, then she gonna have to figure something yeah. out. I think trust is literally like one of the biggest things in relationship that you mm-hmm. should feel comfortable with like if you don't trust the person that you're that if you don't trust the person that you're with then like what's the point mm-hmm. yeah because this is like you're always going to be on edge when you're not together thinking that they're doing something else mm-hmm. and like then you're going to come off crazy if you like start like reaching out multiple times looking up their location like it's like then then you become anxious and then you become the crazy one because you don't trust them because they gave you reasons not to trust them yeah it still gave you reasons not to trust them Mm -hmm. because people be over here i don't trust them but the partner did nothing they you just don't trust them because of your own insecurities Mm -hmm. but it's like if they give you a reason not to trust them then okay that makes sense yeah so yeah i can't be with someone i don't trust it's just not it you heard it here first <laughs> tragic so yeah that closes our episode for this evening y'all yes. it was i mean i'm seeing you on my head mm-hmm. so i'm gonna say it was good seeing you guys again mm-hmm. thank you for listening mm-hmm. i hope you guys miss us as much as we miss you yeah and we hope that you're enjoying today because i know it's memorial day yes um so yeah enjoy the barbecues enjoy the time off enjoy time with your friends and family and yes. listening to our podcast obviously Ooh. And catch up on the ultimatum because we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna get into that. We're we gonna get into that shenanigans. We are. We don't we didn't want to talk about it too early because I'm sure there's people that are still catching up. But if you haven't heard of it, the ultimatum is a queer dating show kind of thing on Netflix. They had their first season last year, and now this year they twisted it and only have like queer women on. And it's crazy. Yeah. Like the tea is crazy. So catch up. Um, I think by May 31st, they're going to have all eight episodes. Right now, yeah. there's only like four, but catch up because we want to talk about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Bye. Goose, goose, mother goose.